Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and you're listening to the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every weekday morning for an approximately 20-minute long episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter to you. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystal healing, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, and that's just naming a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. Today is February 26th, 2020. This is the Goddess Morning Show, and I'm your host, Shannon. Thank you so much for joining us. Today from pathios.net, we have an article by Three Pagans and a Cat, and it's our goddess for the day, Frigga. Frigga, the Norse Queen, Hearth Mother, Sky Goddess, written by Gwyn on February 3rd of this year. It says, um, Frigga is known as Frigg or Frigga, daughter of Fjorgen and sister of Jord. She is the wife of Odin, mother of Baldur, and queen of the Aesir. She is the Norse mo- all-mother, as Queen Frigga alone sits in Asgard's throne when Odin is absent. Some sources say Frigga and Freya may have originated from an early Germanic goddess known as Frigia. This is debated among scholars, however. Frigga is a practitioner of magic known as Seder. She is a seer and goddess of wisdom, a weaver of fate or weird, although Frigga rarely reveals or interferes with what will come to pass. She is a patroness of marriage, diplomacy, and the keeping of the hearth and home, as well as spinning and fiber arts and divination. Her name means beloved. She is a sky goddess, the clouds often indicating her mood. Frigga is depicted as tall and beautiful, wearing white or dark clothes with keys hanging from a golden belt around her waist, in keeping with her role as a Norse wife and mother goddess. Keys were a symbol of status, wealth, and management of the home in Norse culture. She has her own hall called Fenselir, in the wetlands are places of mists where Frigga works at spinning the clouds. Thus, she can be responsible for the fertility of crops through sunshine or rain. She had handmaidens or attendants that included Fulla, Lafin, Helin, and Na. Each maiden has different tasks to which they attend. Fulla cares for Frigga's ashen box, shoes, and her keeps her queen's secrets. Lofin arranges marriages based upon Odin and Frigga's wishes. Helen is sent into the world to protect those that Frigga deems worthy. And Na goes into the world to carry out Frigga's wishes. She understands grief through the loss of her son Baldur, well-loved of all the gods and goddesses. According to the story, Baldur began to have dreams of his death. Concerned Frigga goes to everything in the world asking for a vow not to hurt her son which all the things agree to with a sacred promise, thus convincing all the other deities that Baldur cannot be killed. 
It is said that Loki asks Frigga if she missed anything in her quest to protect her son, and Frigga answers that mistletoe is too small and harmless to worry. Loki then goes and fashions a spear out of mistletoe, and during a contest where Baldur plays the target, Loki convinces Hodor to throw the weapon. Pierced in the chest by the mistletoe projectile, Baldur dies. This tragic tale may be why Freya does not often share what she reads in divination as a seer or offers interference with fate. As a result, Frigga is a goddess who can be called upon during grief, especially in connection with the death of a child or loved one. She may also be considered a goddess to call upon for those experiencing fertility issues. All right, uh, from energymuse.com, we have our crystal for the day, and that is pyrite. And it says that pyrite can be wealth attracting and you can go deeper into meditation with the pyrite properties to help you focus with confidence, which leads to the profound belief that the things you desire will become a reality. The stone also encourages an attitude of gratitude because remember, it's not happy people who are thankful, but thankful people who are happy. Choose to be grateful and open the door to the power and wisdom of the universe using pyrite. So it says that you can also combine it with citrine jade and clear quartz to amplify its energy. And you can give your wealth attracting pep rally a boost using those additional crystals in a crystal grid. All right. From MotherEarthLiving.com, we have our herb for the day, and it is ground ivy. It is a balsamic mint springing up to carpet yards. It's a creeping plant with tiny roundish leaves and purple-lipped flowers. Gather leaves, flowers, and stems, which can be dried for later herb use or alcohol extracted into a tincture. Reportedly is said to be one of the first herb and edible plants brought to North American continent by early settlers. It's sometimes referred to as gill over the ground and was used as a flavor and clarifier for beer before the use of hops. Ground ivy, like violet flower, is high in vitamin C. The plant is antibacterial, antiviral, antiseptic, and an expectorant. It has a pleasant taste and contains volatile oils, which relieve congestion and inflammation of mucous membranes affiliated with colds, flu, and sinusitis. Herbalist Matthew Wood recommends it be taken internally for earaches, infections, and for colds that start in the ears. It reportedly was used for centuries to prevent and treat a type of lead poisoning called painter's colic, and it can be used for mercury poisoning a concern for anyone who has ever had a cavity filled or fillings removed. It's being studied currently for use in leukemia, hepatitis, many kinds of cancer, and HIV. The fresh juice of, or a medicinal tea is often used to treat digestive disorders, gastritis, and acid indigestion. In addition, ground ivy has a reputation for being a tonic for the kidneys and bladder, and you can use the compress or poultice made of this plant to be applied topically to cleanse sores, abscesses, and boils. Add it to the bath 
to soften skin and it also has a sedative calming effect. In environmental news today, we have an article from NBCNews.com written February 17th of this year by Daniela Silva. And it says Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, the world's wealthiest person, said Monday he was committing $10 billion to combat climate change through a global initiative. Bezos announced the initiative called the Bezos Earth Fund in a post Monday afternoon on Instagram. The funds will support scientists, activists, non-governmental organizations, and any effort that offers a real possibility to preserve and protect the natural world. Bezos said he expected to begin issuing grants this summer. From ConsciousLivingTV.com, we have an article by Bianca Alexander, where she is interviewing Mayor Cromwell in an article entitled Goddess Rising, Awakening the Divine Feminine. And it says in the article that she asks Mayor Cromwell, what would the world look like once the divine feminine energy is allowed to express itself and govern our decision-making? And the response was, once we collectively embrace the divine feminine within and without, we will come to understand how this sacred energy dances through all life around us and that our entire planet is inherently sacred. We will know how to live here on earth and with a sense of balance and reverence toward all life. The dominant fear-based hierarchical ways of being will have shed and the wisdom of the feminine will be restored into a decision-making so that the needs of all will be met, including all life, not just the needs of the elite. We will know that contaminating our waters with chemicals is wrong on any level, and allowing for any level of toxicity in the environment is essentially contaminating ourselves and all future generations in an exponential way, and we will cease these actions. We will know that the health of our ecosystems is critical, and the wisest set of actions are those committed to restoring all ecosystems to ensure our survival and the survival of all life on earth indefinitely. The wisdom of what is for the highest good for future and all in all economic and political decisions, the priority of short-term profits and externalization of environmental costs will become a thing of the past. The mainstream American focus on a material gain and wealth will evolve to a quality of life based on joy and community. Every region will have vital, sharing, bioregionally stable economies and an inherent sense of fairness and justice in how our resources are used. Waste will become a thing of the past as we remember how to honor natural laws where nature knows no waste. We will evolve socially to a place where the role of feminine wisdom will be honored. The strengths of all women who have learned how to claim their inner power will be brought forth and be a healing force that will be honored by men and not a threat to them. And that does sound like a very beautiful future indeed. All right, we have a documentary in our new releases. And this article is written by Michael Alexander. And the documentary is entitled, the portal movie can mindfulness change the world 
It says The Portal, a new feature documentary from meditation expert Tom Cronin, who also was responsible for giving us the Stillness Project, takes a mindful approach to exploring how everyday people overcome challenging obstacles and if that approach can ultimately create global change. Through heart-opening reflection and shared experiences of transformation on a personal scale, six ordinary people and a robot show how stillness and mindfulness can unlock personal change and ignite a planetary shift, providing hope to humankind. It was filmed in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, as well as a Syrian refugee camp in Jordan. The portal is a moving audiovisual experience. Looking forward to that. And for our moon and planetary positions for today, we have the um, sun in Pisces, moon in Aries, Mercury in Pisces, Venus in Aries, Mars in Capricorn, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, Pluto in Capricorn, and Chiron in Aries. And that is all we have for today. As always, if you have any comments or questions to write in about, we will enter you in our weekly giveaway, and you can email us those at fromasheswerise2 at gmail.com. And if you leave a review for us on whatever platform you're listening to this on right now, and then email us to let us know you left a review, we will also enter you in the giveaway. And that giveaway is for a three ounce bag of organic non-GMO herbal tea custom blended by fromasheswerise2.com. Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe and also have a very wonderful and blessed day. Namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes We Rise To.com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted, custom blended, organic, non GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.